the NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. There's a song in there somewhere. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet 100, win 100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T. Drivers, start your engine! Strap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb. Coming around the final turn of the NASCAR regular season, it is the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He is Cody Zeeb. I am Rod Gomez, and we have our belts strapped up tight one more time as the regular season, as I said, comes to an end. Checkered flag is waving on 2022, but my, oh my, what a ride it has been. Cody, we've been near since the beginning. Sad that this is the end, but, I mean, we still have one great race to enjoy before it's all said and done, yeah? This is it, man. Final, final, uh, regular, final season, in-season podcast for the year. It's very sad, but, uh, yeah, it's it's here, man. I'm so excited for championship weekend. Obviously, if you, you're finally done listening to the betting uh, episode, <laughs> I know I rambled a lot. And it was a long one, but... I think it was needed. We had a lot to talk about, a lot to cover. Set it all up. Um, I promise this one won't be so long. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you probably just stopped and were like, well, okay, we'll pick it up tomorrow. It's, uh, it's a long one. But yeah, listen, it's a, it's a two-parter, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's for your ride up and back from work, and that's all right. Listen, if you're a podcast listener, and plus, if you've listened to this show for more than, than two episodes, you understand the passion that's behind this show. And so you, you had to have imagined that with the race that we saw to talk about versus what we have to look forward to that show, we had to put our all into it for you. And, uh, you know, we always do. So we've appreciated you guys along the ride and, and love that you've stayed with us and, and listened through the entire episode week after week after week, whether it's an hour and 45 minutes or just 45 minutes. Um, just the fact that you spend any sort of time with us whatsoever means the world to both of us. So, um, yeah, I mean, one last time for the DFS show, but obviously just as Cody said, uh, in the betting episode too, we aren't going anywhere. We're, we're coming back for more. We're, it's a short off season. So still plenty of stuff to talk about. Sure. There's plenty, plenty of drivers changing rides here and there. And, you know, uh, no one's getting punched on the track for the, for the next couple of months that we know of. <laughs> but we'll be here. We'll be here if they do. You never know. <laughs> yeah, we'll be here. You if they never do. know. <laughs> I, I don't know. Actually, I, I didn't think anybody was going to get punched this year. But here we are. Yeah, exactly. And no, I mean, in 
already KBM Motorsports, uh, Kyle Busch Motorsports in the Truck Series. They're already setting us up for content next week because they announced today that they're going to announce Friday <laughs> their uh, their plans for next year, it says. So, obviously, that's going to include a switch to Chevy and then the driver lineup, whether that's two trucks, four trucks, we don't know. Um, and I've not really seen a bunch of speculation on that or anything, really. So, kind of be interesting to see... Um, you know what? I mean, the Chevy part is the obvious part. He, he's going to be a Chevy guy now. Toyota left it, went to DGR, and, and we talked about that in the betting episode and all that. But uh, yeah, so we will have news to talk about next week already on that. Obviously, we're going to have recaps and everything from championship weekend and then plenty of offseason content. A couple other news, note, news and notes before we get into the picks. Tyler Reddick was cleared to race today, so he will be racing this weekend. I know we gave out a couple of bets. Concerning him in the betting episode, we talked about how, you know, they maybe avoided if he wasn't going to participate, stuff like that. He was cleared to race, so that is great news. Um, again, you know, we talked about it yesterday. Awesome that he pulled off it and, you know, realized, hey, I need to get this checked out, and, and everything seems to be good there. Uh, Sheldon Creed, Rod's favorite Canadian via Canada or via California, <laughs> uh, is going to be back in the number two car next year for RCR. That's great to see because we talked about it all season. Creed's a guy we love, and um, he made us a lot of money, mostly fading him this year, but he's got a lot of talent, and he's done had some really, really good runs in that car. Uh, so I would have hated to see him not get a chance to come back and maybe actually put together some good finishes and show us what he can really do in that car. So um, good good news there. Um, and then just a note, too, I, I saw uh, Christopher Bell is actually the first driver to make the final four in all three series, the trucks, Xfinity, and Cup. Obviously, they've not been doing the final four format that long. So, you know, guys like Dale Earnhardt didn't have a chance to do that kind of stuff, you know. But it's pretty cool that somebody has now accomplished it. Nobody has ever won the title in all three. Um, Bell won a truck title. I believe he third was his best finish in the, in the Xfinity series. So I don't think he can do it. Uh, Greg Biffle came really close to doing it. One year, a few years back, uh, never got that cup title. But uh, nobody's ever won it in all three, which is – that'd be the ultimate feat someday. Um, but, yeah, Bell the first one to make the Final Four in all three. So that, that's pretty cool. Man, that's uh, Greg Biffle in that Power 16 car. Yeah, buddy. Got to love yeah. that. Uh, yep. That, yeah, he, was, but he was really close to getting – because he won the truck and the Xfinity. And I think he finished barely second race where he should have won probably in – one of those final fours he was in, and uh, he, he could have been the, the the triple, the three-peat guy, but uh, didn't didn't get it done. The triple crown kid. Yes. Uh, yeah, so that's still not going to leave me high on Bell. I'm sorry. I, I know I know that everybody over there on the, the back road is, is all up on Bell. I know Elliot loves him some Christopher Bell just because of the fact that he had to win twice to get in, and he did win twice to get in. I'm not going to downplay that narrative, but I'm also not going to overhype that narrative just because he. this is a different situation now. I mean, yeah, okay. No, it's not, Rod. You still got to win to win. Yeah, you're right. Okay, but <laughs> I'm just saying. this. Yeah, is it. It, it is different, though. And, I mean, yes, he did get it done both of those days. And, and as much as I'm going to bring up the cardboard thing every time, you take that from – I mean – that's not his fault that the cardboard was out there for 50 laps. And then NASCAR is like, he got put in the position to go out and win the race. Great. Good for him and everything. But neither of those races, did he have the best car all day? Was he there all day? 
Did he cross the line when it mattered? Yes. But if you don't put together a full day of being up there all day, I don't think you're going to have a chance to sneak in and grab a win at the end like he did in both of those races. Um, and I, I don't think either of us had picked him as, as our winners in the, the betting episode. I don't see it. Um, and again, we talked about how, you know, this year could be different. We don't, you know, all these trends have been thrown out the window, but he is in for the first time. We've never seen a first time final four guy make it and win it. It seems like you have to make the final four lose. And then you come back and win at least thus far. Again, a, a shorter history on this format and in 2022, just, has thrown every rule and, and thing out the window other than Kevin Harvick top tens of Phoenix. But uh, yeah, so we'll see, but uh, it is pretty cool that, that he's the first one to make it in all, all four. I don't see him winning it, but again, we made the case for all four of these guys. Anybody can win it. Um, all 12 of these guys in between the three series, I think have a, a legit chance to, to go out there and win the ch- their respective championships this weekend. You know, I feel like we've been leaning on logic and stats and all that stuff far too long in this show. So to hell with stats, to hell with everything. We just want to go out and watch a, a good race. Bet everybody. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, don't do that. <laughs> might not be the best financial decision, but, you know, <laughs> but but I guarantee you that you will have a lot invested into this race, and you will want to watch every single pass and every single lap. Right? That's that'll make you that super involved. True. Yep. <laughs> and, and there may be too. Um, I mean, obviously, this is the DFS show, but just to go back on betting real quick, if one of these guys gets a little bit behind at the start of this race, um, might be a great opportunity to live bet. I mean. I think that all four of these guys at the end of the race are going to have a chance to be there. Um, and they're going to do pull wild things and try to win this um, and stuff. So that's something else to watch too, is you might be able to get another guy and kind of hedge a little bit. Um, you know, if somebody fall, you know, has an issue early, bad pit stop, pit penalty gets sent to the back and their odds jump, whether the books will allow their odds to jump too much, who knows with the way they're priced starting the week. But something to keep an eye on for sure. Could you imagine live DFS? That would Oof. be that would be an we animal. Get, I mean, we get second half. You could play second half NFL contests and stuff on That's DFS. True. So true. hey, why not uh post stage two? Yeah, stage three. Stage three contests. Ooh, we're gonna have to make some phone calls in the offseason here. All right. Hey, <laughs> listen. I'll do it. I'll call everybody. I'll, I'll call it. Yeah. I'll, I'll wreck your mom to get some late stage DFS. Exactly. Uh, all right. Like let's it. do this. To hell with format. Let's take a break now. We come back. We're just going to give you all the drivers. We don't care. This is our last episode. What are you going to do? Fire us? No, I don't think so. <laughs> well, don't say that. We want to come back. That's true. Week. Sean, Ryan, we love you, buddy. Don't, don't, don't take us. Just don't take us your away. But we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll lay out all the drivers for you in this DFS episode for the NASCAR championship race. But before we do, let me ask you, are you ready to win money and boost your odds? Well, WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. Bring in the excitement of win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. You get exclusive rewards right at your fingertips with win rewards on WinBet. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. During WinBet Win Hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. You got great promos. Odds payouts are all happening right now at WinBet. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Are you ready to play? 
Yeah, you are. Sign up today. Receive a special offer. Bet $100, win $100. So much to choose from. All you got to do, head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Sports Gambling Podcast is giving you a chance to win your choice of either an autographed Lawrence Taylor or an autographed Brian Dawkins jersey. Contest is completely free to enter, and here's what you got to do. Subscribe to youtube.com slash podcast. Comment on a video. Each video you comment on is another chance for you to win. And then turn on your notifications. Sit back. You don't want to miss when the SGP is contacting you when they pull the winner. Make sure you head over there right now. Sport or YouTube.com slash sports gambling podcast. Never try to ad lib on an ad read. Then you start mispronouncing everything that's on there. So uh, just for your just for your own edification. <laughs> yeah, shit happens. All right. We have the DFS contest. Make sure you get in that Discord too, sg.pn slash Discord. Cody always puts a, a DFS contest for those of you in there and for us to try to beat up on each other to win each other's money. But uh, again, this is the Phoenix Raceway. It is a mile track, sort of flat. Sort of non-banked as 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 much as it uh, most other mile and a half tracks are. Lots of racing surface. Definitely, if the top of the track starts to get in and, and the groove starts working, uh, lots of areas to play with. So, uh, laps to be led on this one. A couple hundred laps here in this race. So again, there's laps to be led. There's fastest laps to be to be had. We always talk about watching for uh, qualifying efforts and all that so we can take advantage of some of the uh, place differential as well. But, Cody, in looking at our our, uh, our suggestions this week, <laughs> I think I think we're kind of sticking to some safe plays this week, yeah? Yeah, a, a little bit. Uh, I mean, I, I think that, you know, obviously we've been doing this for how many races into the season? 35 plus the All-Star race plus the Clash, so we've got a pretty good feel on who's going to be decent at this type of track and can perform well. So I think we've got some good choices. I'm going to start off. Um, so we've talked about it that in the past, in this race, it always seems like the championship four head and shoulders above everybody else. Everybody lets them kind of run their race. I think last year they were first, second and third and fifth place. They finished. Um, a lot of times you see them up in the top four, top 10 for sure. Um, and so those guys are going to be popular this weekend, which is fine. You're going to have to play some of them. There's a, there's a very, very good chance that one of those guys wins at somebody else's second. You're going to need those guys. They're going to have elite cars this weekend. All four of them will. But I talked about this guy in the betting episode, um, Kyle Larson, $10,100. He comes off as the fifth highest priced guy on the board. Um, Chase Elliott's all the way up top at, at 10900 The championship four are the top four. No surprise there. Um, and so I think that Larson is going to go under rostered because people are going to try and get two of those championship four guys on there. But we talked about it in the betting episode as well. Larson is still going for that team championship. The number five car is in the owner's championship. They can win the team championship part of things, not the driver championship. It's a different thing. But, you know, if they can beat the three non number nine cars, non-number nine car who's not eligible 
then they can win that championship. And Larson takes that seriously. And he is on a freaking heater. Two weeks ago, um, we bet him, I think it was 10 to 1 to win. He took the win at Homestead there and just absolutely dominated. It looked like last year's Kyle Larson. He had 199 laps led, 109 fastest laps. That gave him 147 points on the day. By far, uh, you know, <laughs> head and shoulders above anyone else. He was 10,800 that day. His salary last week at Martinsville jumped to 11,700. Um, and now he's all the way down to 10,100 just because he's not one of the championship four. So I think there's extreme value at the very top of the board here as the fifth guy. But uh, even last week, he led 68 laps, 41 fastest laps, started first, but finished second. So you'll take all of that 76 points. That's a very solid day as well. Um, there was a couple of bad things. You know, he, had, he finished 35th back-to-back races before that where he had issues at the Roval. Um he had issues at the South Point race in Vegas, um, but I'm not going to count that too much into it. I'm looking at his last two races. They've really figured things out. He's taken this team championship thing seriously. He made a similar comment to Denny Hamlin and said that the team championship's more important than the driver championship. Bullshit. It's not, <laughs> but that's all great, and your team wants to hear that, so good thing to say that for them. And he's won a driver championship, so... It doesn't look as bad as when Denny says that the championships don't count. But, uh, of course, it doesn't count because you never won one. Anyways, uh, Kyle Larson, love him this weekend. I think we're going to see a great performance from him. I think that he's going to be the best of the non-championship guys. And I think that because people are going to try so hard to get championship guys in there, he's going to be very, very under-rostered and has such a high ceiling, especially the way he's been running the last two weeks, that he he can offer you great value uh, up here at the top. I find it... Rather fascinating, though, how the betting world and and the DFS world and, and a lot of folks that are, are paying attention, close enough attention, to NASCAR are on Kyle Larson, whereas most of the people who aren't necessarily paying attention, you know, but this is why if you listen to this show, if you listen to anything, if you follow, you know, if you're paying attention, you know that Kyle Larson is a safe bet this week, despite what you've seen with him over the last few races as far as and one of the reasons that he's not in this championship for is that string of bad luck that he had. So, you know, you, you count him out almost immediately, but then you have to remember he's still Kyle Larson. And just like you said, there's still stuff on the line for him this weekend. So any, any sort of way that you can get Kyle Larson involved in your betting lineups, in your DFS lineups, obviously you want to take advantage of that because, I mean, if you don't, he has a big day. And then you're sitting there thinking to yourself, well, I probably should have listened to everybody when they said, Kyle Larson still had something to go for. So don't be that person. Uh, load up on Kyle Larson where you can. So Love it. Uh, all right. I'm going to go with the man with melons the size of melons, man. I, I mean, the man of the hour, the man that everybody that doesn't even know what NASCAR is, or, or even better, everybody that's been dogging NASCAR for their entire life all of a sudden sees this clip and says, oh, man. That was cool. Hey, shut up. <laughs> you didn't like NASCAR before this. You don't get to appreciate how awesome that move really was. But Ross Chastain, doesn't it feel like that for you, Cody, where you just want to tell people, you know, hey, shut up. You didn't like the sport before. Don't don't like yeah, this Yeah, I mean, yes and no, because it's great that, that people are paying attention and, and doing it. But then it's at the same time, it's like, yeah, but you're the guy who just said last week that left turns all day are super boring. So, 
Well, fine. He made a right turn into the wall. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. It's that double-edged sword of, yeah, this was really cool, but cool stuff. Maybe not this cool, obviously, but pretty cool stuff happens week in and week out. You're just not smart enough to pay attention. (laughs) <laughs> or you just don't want to because you're not, exactly. yeah. Uh, but anyways, yes. You're not cool. <laughs> I'm sorry. Listen, if you're listening to this show, we still love you. As far as if you if you're listening, if you stumbled on this show, you're and you're only looking for Ross Chastain content. You know, here here we are. We love you. We welcome you into the community. But uh, you know, just just understand that we are very protective of it because we love it so much. Uh, all right, Ross Chastain. Now that we've alienated three fourths of the audience. <laughs> Uh, Ross Chastain is uh, $10,400, obviously one of the championship four, uh, and obviously for good reason. Uh, that move that he that he pulled off at Martinsville is going to live in infamy. Uh, no one will ever forget it for as long as they're alive. We were talking about um, on the back road as this being a core memory uh, for NASCAR fans, much like that show or that movie, Inside, or Inside Out, yeah, where, where you got that core memory and, and it just lodges in your brain. That's one of these. Uh, you'll always remember it. But it's not just for last week that we're giving Ross Chastain the move here. It's because obviously I think he's going to win. Spoiler alert on the gambling show. Go back and listen. I'll, I'll make my case for that. But the guy's solid in DFS, and he has been all season long too, especially over the last few races, the last three in particular. Martinsville was was the lowest output that he's had in three races with 48 points. He started ninth, though, in that and finished fifth. But the week before, he had uh, a 20 place start, finished in second, for 63 points. Uh, and then, of course, in Vegas, it was uh, 11 po- uh, He started 11th, finished second, but he led 23 laps in there. Ended the day... Oh, I'm sorry, 68 laps. He had 23 fastest laps. But he ended the day with 78 uh, fantasy points all along. He's on a tear. I mean, the Roval, he finished 37th, but obviously that was some very bad luck there as well. But Talladega, 4th place. Texas, 13th. Bristol, 6th. Kansas, 7th. Um... Just solid finishes up and down. We know that he can win races. He's obviously won two of them this season. Uh, 20 top 10 finishes overall. Again, it's just Ross Chastain. He proved last week that he is more than willing to leave the atmosphere if it means winning a race. So I, I like that kind of passion. And this is it. Guys, this is it for the year. Like there's nothing else you can do to position yourself for a championship run because you're there. So whatever you do on Sunday is what's going to happen to get you either in victory circle or not. So it's not like you're trying to points race. It's not like you're trying to, to do any sort of strategy. Your one strategy is to win this race. And if there's any team out there that's hungrier than Trackhouse right now, I know they're all hungry and I know, you know. But look, Hendrick, they've got theirs already. Uh, Logano's got one. I know Bell's looking for his, but... Gibbs Racing is already, you know, but this is this is Trackhouse's time to show that they belong in the same conversation with those cars they're racing with now. So uh, I'm I'm excited that Ross Chastain's got this opportunity, finished second here in the spring. So you know that's one more position he's got to get in order to win, or at the very least finish second and have like Kyle Larson finish first, and he still wins the championship. Yeah, no, I love it. I mean, we talked about it a little bit on the betting show as well. Sometimes these these underdogs get momentum. You know, you look back at the, the when the Giants took down the Patriots, they get the bye, they kind of cruise to the Super Bowl, and then you get that hard-nosed team coming in. Ross Chastain is that hard-nosed, hungry dog that's coming in. Um, and we've seen it all season. He has been strong on the intermediate styles. This is 
little closer. It's in between an intermediate and a shorter track, but he's been strong all season. Trackhouse is going to give him a great car. He's riding off all that momentum, um, and, and he's he's shown he can do it, and I think he's going to continue to show he can do it. So I like that pick as well. Next up for me, I am going to go with Mr. Old Reliable. I had to give him in here one more time. Uh, Kevin Harvick, I talked about it on the betting show. He's got 18 top 10s in a row at this track. We talk about it every week. He is a guy that is just going to get you solid finishes week in and week out. He's had a little bit of an up and down season throughout the playoffs. Uh, the, the finishes haven't been as consistent as they were, but Phoenix is Kevin Harvick's house. He owns this place, 18 top 10s in a row, an insane run. I Really, that is the main part of my argument is he's always in the top 10. He's always good here. He's going to be good yet again. Fully expect to see that. Um, and so, yeah, Kevin Harvick at $8,200. Uh, again, he's not not priced up where I think he should be. Last week he was $8,700. Uh, the week before he was $8,800. So bringing him back down to to 80. Was he at 80? Oh, he's at 87. I said 82, whatever. 87, 82, same difference. But either way. Kevin Harvick, 8,700. So he's right where he has been the last few weeks, but he's got the ability to give you huge days. But most importantly, he can just give you a nice solid day with a good finishing position. And he does that 18 times in a row at Phoenix. I don't know what more you can ask from someone for consistency wise. That guy's from Bakersfield. You got to figure he loves the desert. That's all there is to it. Because if anybody's ever been to Bakersfield, I'm telling you right now, go to the, go to your local sandbox put a heat lamp on you and just sit there all day because that's Arizona. Like that's literally the desert for you. And, and Bakersfield is the same way. Uh, so I'm, I'm sure he probably has that, that comfort level in the desert. So he, he knows how to, how to survive the heat, how to drive through the heat and cut his teeth in desert racing. So uh, I, I think that may be his comfort level over there in Phoenix as well. Uh, but yeah. So is Kevin Harvick a lizard? We'll talk about it this offseason on the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. God, you are learning so <laughs> much. Look at the tease, man. Damn, I'm so proud of you. Uh, it's like a, You're it's a great like teacher, a Rob. Proud papa. I love it. Um, well, no, I, and so, I, you know what? Though you did a fantastic podcast move, I failed to introduce this whole segment because normally we take a break in between, but I didn't. we didn't take a break this time, so I totally dropped yeah. the ball. I was just waiting for you to go into it naturally. I was like, oh, he's going to go. He's going to go. Uh, this is, of course, the step-down drivers. These are the second-tier drivers uh, that we're giving you because, of course, the higher-priced drivers we began the show with, as we always do. This is the mid-tier driver, which is why uh, we always try to take a step back. Kevin Harvick at $8,700 is, is just a plug-and-play for us every single week. You know, if you've listened to this all season long, your weekly reminder to put uh, Kevin Harvick in your spot. But, you know, this time he actually warrants an entire... Uh, uh, mentioned because definitely worth it as well uh all right well i'm going to his teammate i'm going to eric amarola i mean right these these guys uh around there wait he's not his teammate is he yeah, yeah he is. Stuart house jesus christ rod how, how <laughs> long is the week. season <laughs> god damn it. uh all right so yes i'm talking to his teammate eric amarola in that 10 car some bitch uh and, and because eric amarola is sneaky and we talked about it a little bit in the in the betting episode where Almirola is going to come out and give you some decent uh, decent days. 
Didn't happen in the spring. He started fit, though. I mean, that was a promising start to that day. Finished 12th, but before that at Phoenix. Started 18th in 2021, finished 6th. Started 32nd in the spring of 2021, finished 11th. Eh, 2020, started 10th, 13, uh, and then in the spring, started 6th, finished 8th. We'll just blame that on COVID. Uh, and then the the year before that in 2019, started 11, finished 22nd. We'll just blame COVID for that one too. But in 2019 in the spring, started 14th, finished 4th. Uh, and then 2018 in the fall, 18th, finished 4th. What am I getting at? He's good at Phoenix. He knows how to get around. He knows how to improve, which for a driver that is costing you $7,200, those points positions or those positional points are what's important and what you're going to get out of it. Because obviously, if they're not in the top four, if they're not one of those high parse drivers, it's it's almost highly unlikely that somebody's going to walk away other than one of those four or five drivers with the win. So what you're looking for outside of that is some good positional points. And again, we, we just outlined that Eric Almarola can do that for you. And even when you look at what he's done this season, he's definitely been a good performer for you, a nice, solid performer. He's averaging 28.3 fantasy points per race. Last week, he got you 27. The week before that, 28. The week before that, 33, 51, 30. Uh, again, you got to go all the way back to the to the or the Bass Pro Shop race over there uh, at Bristol for a one-point finish, uh, which is what he got there. But again, past that, he's been nice and solid for you. And at 7,200, all you're looking for is three to four times the value of what you pay for him. And he's delivered that for the last few weeks. Yeah, I love Eric Almarola. He's a guy we've talked about so many times. One of those guys that just goes under the radar and people just kind of forget about him because he is just middle of the pack, you know, front middle of the pack driver. But he's another guy that can get you solid finishes. You can rely on him. The flatter tracks, that's where Almarola just does so well. Another guy we talked about on the betting episode again. So much crossover between betting and fantasy um, with NASCAR, and it shows here again. He's a guy that is solid. He's always cheap for you, 7200 He's actually priced up a little more than he has been lately, but maybe they're realizing how valuable he is. But that can go in your advantage as well because you start creeping up into the 7200 range. That's, again, that range that kind of gets just swept right over because people try to stack at the top, and then it's you know cram in BJ McLeod at the bottom. That's not always the best strategy. In fact, it rarely ever is the best strategy, is it? I mean, look, and we've (laughs) we've talked about it too over the course of the season that a lot of these guys, you're just, when you, when you go for the low price guys, which is actually a nice transition as well, Cody, bravo. uh, As we move to the BJ cloud level of the, of the DFS slip for the low price guys. But again, we've talked a lot about it. We almost, all you almost want is just for them to not lose you any points and anything they gain you is is just icing on the cake and you want to go for these guys because especially this week there's a lot of those drivers in fact i i don't know i almost didn't put one because i was like blah i don't want to i don't want (laughs) to uh but i knew we had to for the sake of the show but at the same time you know you just don't want them to lose your points so I, i like the guy that you picked actually um very much so why don't we go ahead and get into that yeah and actually it kind of took myself some convincing to, to take this guy because it's not very sexy name at all. I'm going with Harrison Burton, uh, the rookie in the 21 car for the Wood Brothers. He's been up and down all season. So I definitely can say that. But at $5,500, um, he's still in 
I mean, Wood Brothers is an affiliate to Penske. It's not a full Penske car, but it's still a pretty good car. So when you're digging around in this area, I'm always trying to avoid. I mean, you've got Garrett Smithley all the way at the bottom at 4,500, BJ McLeod, Cody Ware. They're, they're so up and down and unreliable, and they don't have the upside to get you a good finish. They do, but they don't, other than on super speedways for the most part. I mean, if there's absolute chaos and madness, that's different. But on a week-to-week basis, other than Cody Ware outrunning Kyle Busch, <laughs> legitly last week, um, <laughs> that's, yeah, I think it was the, my guys, my, my buddies on the garage guys were talking about that Kyle Busch just out there driving a golf cart, basically. <laughs> um, <laughs> but if you can get up here a little, my, my goal is always to avoid those guys and get up here into these guys that are just a little bit higher priced a thousand extra dollars to get up to Harrison Burton from, from Garrett Smithley at the bottom. And these are the guys that, that offer you at least a higher ceiling. He can get, I mean, he finished 12th last week at Martinsville. That's a great finish for a guy that's all the way at the bottom like this. BJ McLeod, not going to do that for you. It's just, it's, it is what it is, but 5,500 Harrison Burton. Um, like I said, 12th place finished last week. And that was even starting 10th had four fastest laps in that race. 30.8 30.8 points again for somebody this cheap that's a nice solid day 20 point or 24 points the week before uh then it, you know he had a rough stretch for a couple of races you go back a little farther 32 38 uh 34 51 back at the uh uh brickyard the uh indie road course race uh, again that was a little chaotic at the end but but he's he's in a good enough car that he can give you a solid result and he's been performing pretty well lately. We've talked about it. There's going to be some guys that are just already checked out. They're on vacation in their mind. They're just trying to get through this last race so they can get on to next season. Harrison Burton, still a young guy, a rookie, needing to learn everything he can before he heads into his second season in that car. And he's going to give it his all. Um, and I think we can see a good run from Harrison Burton. And uh, maybe he can be that difference maker down at the bottom that, that can give you a good solid day. I want to see how he does next year. We talked a lot about him in the preseason, too, about how excited we were that he was in that 21 car and how, you know, we sort of envisioned better things for him this season. And I know I know he envisioned better things for himself uh, this year. Obviously, it didn't come to fruition. But, you know, I, I want, I'm curious to see if that 21 team can make any sort of adjustments and, and, and give yeah, a better car. There's been some flashes. Uh, it's, I mean, I still think he got in there because of his name, which – is part of the reason I want to see him do good because I grew up watching Jeff Burton and Ward Burton. Like, love to see another generation of Burtons in racing, and uh, you know I hope it works out for him. I think getting into his second season, things will get a little better for him. But uh, I, I think we can get a good solid run out of him this weekend. And again, that's all we need. He doesn't need to win this race. I don't I think that's a little. Uh, you know, we were looking at those crazy odds yesterday. He might be down in that. Uh, 3,000 to one range or whatever it was. Man, tell you. Sprinkle, sprinkle, parlay, <laughs> just parlay everybody in a top 10. Just <laughs> pray for chaos. Uh, all right. I'm going to pick somebody who didn't get his ride because of his name. Cause his brother did. Uh, and that's Ty Dillon in the 42. I'm sorry. Did I, uh, no Ty Dillon out there driving around in the 42 car, uh, which by the way, I don't know if you noticed, but he was running the space force car, uh, last week. That was slick. I love That was pretty sweet. Right? I mean, it was both it was. the 42 and the 43, right? Jones was running the Space Force car as well. Yeah, I, think they, I think so. Or maybe yeah, the Xfinity. Maybe I don't know. I, I remember seeing the Space Force car, and I yeah. was like, yeah, buddy. That's that's slick. I like that. Um, I don't know what color scheme he's got going on this weekend. 
but if it is the Space Force car, then uh, I'll be it. I'm going to love it even better. But look, Ty Dillon, <clears throat> one of those non-sexy names as we talk about every week. Carr, obviously, we know the the history of, of the 42, but just for some reason, he's not piloting it the way I think he wanted to, they wanted to. Now, of course, he's going to go to the 77 car. So Ty Dillon's got nothing left to, to prove to uh, JD Motorsports or anybody now. They can just kind of get the hell out of Dodge uh, nicely. So I think he's just going to go out, run a, a nice, solid race. He finished 15th here in the spring. So, and that was before, and look, in the betting episode, we said don't lean on spring results. Let's not lean on a whole lot because this is going to be kind of a different animal Whoa. altogether. Ooh, breaking news sound alert. Uh -oh, Sorry. Uh -oh, I had wait, to hold on. on. No, 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 no. Let me, let me, let me get a good one. Where's a, where's a good breaking news? Um, oh, I don't have a, a good breaking news one. Okay, go ahead. All right. Uh, breaking news. Oh, wait, that's scary. Never mind. Go ahead. Breaking news. <laughs> Anyways, no, I just, just popped up. Jimmy Johnson finalizing a deal to obtain ownership stake in Petty GMS. This is actually perfect. You're talking about a Petty GMS driver as we speak. Jimmy Johnson, uh, a deal. And if, keep in mind, Jimmy Johnson is retired from full-time racing in any series. So will Petty GMS, and they've got a lot of GMS side of things, has a lot of money. Will they be fielding a third car, a Chevy car, for Jimmy Johnson to run some races? Uh, whew, I know Rod hopes so, and I would love to see it. Um, that was that was interrupting Rod Worthy. Um, that news literally just popped up uh, as we were sitting here talk as you were sitting here talking, and I could not jump in with with some amazing Jimmy Johnson news. Hey, I I'm glad you did, and it saved me. Oh, from Johnson will also drive select races for the team. An announcement is expected this week. Dude. Oh, Jordan Bianchi, I love you so much. Dude. I Oh, my <laughs> God. Thank God, Jimmy. I love oh, it. Oh, that is going to be absolutely fantastic. So is it Petty GMS Johnson? I I don't know. Is it Petty uh, Johnson says, uh, MSG? <laughs> Johnson and Petty GMS close to, uh, let's see. All right, well, you, you continue to read on. I'll, I'll continue making my case. You continue to talk about the Petty GMS car. For Petty GMS. I don't know why I said – I know why I said JD Motorsports. See, damn you. Uh, dude, that, that this fantasy site that we use that we don't name, yeah. uh, they they always list. If you look, half the three-quarters of the time, the team they race for is not correct. I'm always like, yeah. what the hell? And yeah, J, yeah. I, and I looked at it, I looked right at it, knowing exactly it was wrong, but this is the prompter reader in me that I looked at and I just read it. I mean, you could put anything on a prompter and I'm going to end up reading it verbatim. So uh, there you go, guys. If I'll you, keep that in mind. I was going to say, Cody's like... <laughs> I'm going to start oh. holding up signs, Rod, Woo! just like reading off random stuff. Let's <laughs> <laughs> uh, like Anchorman, right? Um, all right, look, yeah. for let's get back to Ty Dillon, damn it. Uh, Ty Dillon... Not very sexy, like we said. Last week only got you nine points. The week before that, he got you twenty. The week before that, in Vegas, he got you eight. Then he got you twenty at the Roval. Uh, uh, Thirty the week before that, forty-three. My reason for picking Ty Dillon is just he's averaging about twenty-five points, uh, fantasy points per race. Which for a guy that is fifty-six hundred dollars, I'll I'll take the chance that he'll hit that average. I did like his spring finish. We did say not to necessarily way too heavy on the spring finish, but again, he finished 15th in a car, a brand new car that he had no clue what he was driving. Now, of course, you go look at the string of finishes after that, Atlanta 36th, Austin 20th, Richmond 24th, Martinsville 23rd. 
not very convincing as far as wanting to roster him at that point. But, um, you know, look, I'll, all I'm saying is that I want somebody who I have a, a feeling that he's just going to go out and drive a, a good, clean race, not try to get too much out of what he needs to get out of and find his way up through the field as drivers taking more risks than he will uh, will incur and, and maybe get some damage to them. Or this could be a boring race. He starts somewhere in the back, moves up about five, six, seven spots, gets you a pretty decent finish. Um, I'm not opposed to, to just taking a chance on Ty Dillon, especially because, again, he's $5,600. You can front load the hell out of your lineup with a $5,600 driver that's not going to lose you any points uh, and, and not be any worse for the wear because then somebody may be taking a chance on a higher-level guy that is going to take a chance that wrecks out and loses you points. So um, give me a nice, safe floor with Ty Dillon of about 20 points, uh, 22 points, and call it good, and, and let me get everyone else out there that, uh, that's going to be racing for something. Yep, agreed. I love it. Uh, and again, he's just one of those guys that that is going to show up every week and do what he can with what he's got, and uh, he can get you the solid finishes. Um, so yeah, I, I think this is a great play. Um, and then it does say that an announcement is expected this week from Petty GMS. So the official details, look at this already. More stuff for us to talk about next week, for us to talk about this offseason. We're going to watch seven-time Cup Series champion Jimmy Johnson run some races again next year. In the next-gen car, he's not raced in that yet, of course, with this being the first season. Love to see it. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. Okay, fine. I'm going to figure out a way to reposition my desk so that you can uh, we can see the wall of all of my die casts like you. I've got my whole Jimmy Johnson shelf right there. So There you go. I have, uh, here's my signed Ty Gibbs koozie from when I met Ty Gibbs a couple, or Ty Dillon. I was like, Ty Gibbs? Not Ty Gibbs. <laughs> not Jesus. I did not meet Jesus, just Ty Dillon. Oh, well, <laughs> I mean, you know, you were going to be saved if you did that. Um, all right. I, well, would, I tweeted this out earlier, but I would just to get off on a little tangent yeah, about yeah, yeah. Ty, Ty Gibbs again. I'm curious. So for the uh, invocation on Saturday, <laughs> do they still pray to God or do we tie Gibbs? And then like, what about Friday and Sunday? I mean, I get he's in the Xfinity race on Saturday, but does that carry over Friday, Sunday? If somebody could answer that for me, I just, I want to be prepared. Will you please rise and bow your head? Oh, Ty Gibbs. We give to you this weekend. We thank you for this opportunity, Mr. Ty Gibbs. We pray for all of the safety of the drivers that you don't wreck. If you if you see it in your wonderful, glorious will to not give me the bumper this weekend. Oh, my God. Well, we're going to hell. Uh, all right. Yeah, well, that's okay. I got that spot reserved anyways. <laughs> me and my buddies, we're all going to be there. Uh, all right, let's before we really go to hell, let's go ahead and recap the drivers for you for this DFS weekend. Uh, Cody started off with Kyle Larson as his high-priced driver. I gave you the melon man himself, Ross Chastain. Uh, Larson's at 10-1. Uh, Chastain's at 10-4. Uh, and then Cody followed it up with your weekly Kevin Harvick dose, but this time... Double down on it at $8,700. I gave you his teammate, which I verified with Cody because my brain is shot to hell, I suppose, this week, uh, at $7,200. And then, of course, we followed it up with our low-priced drivers, Harrison Burton at $55. For Cody, Ty Dillon at $56 for me. Championship weekend, buddy. All three series will be crowning their champion this weekend. So much to take in. So much to talk about. 
still. Uh, but of course, we'll be back on Monday. Don't worry, guys. We're not going anywhere. We're still going to continue to crank out episodes for you all off season long because one, uh, well, we love what we do, and two, uh, we just we just don't want to stop talking. Exactly. Ninety six days till the clash at the LA Coliseum. We got plenty of stuff to talk about between now and then. Obviously, next week we'll be able to recap all three series championships. Hopefully, a ton of exciting races and big you know plays and then big big melon moves to win championships or whatever it is um so yeah i'm excited so uh you know as the kids say smash that subscribe button and make sure you come back next week <laughs> i promise um, i won't let him say that next time <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know i feel like everybody who does podcasts and youtube they have to say that at some point right so well yeah, you know better better our last regular season episode than our first <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I waited. Like, yeah, I got warmed up first, you know. But uh, uh, oh, yeah, for real, we'll be back all off season. We there is so much to talk about. I, I don't even know if we're going to be able to talk about everything there is to talk about in the off season. So we'll try. No lack of things to discuss. Obviously, all kinds of driver changes. There's still going to be more announcements. We have the KBM thing. We'll have more details on Jimmy Johnson next week. Um, the, you know, there's still guys that don't have rides. We don't know the JGR situation in Xfinity. We don't know the 41 situation in cup for next year. Um, there's so much stuff. And then as soon as odds start coming out again for stuff next season, you know, we'll have more time to expand on those and talk about them and preview all the teams. And, and yeah, I'm really excited. Uh, obviously not excited to not have races, but excited to have plenty of stuff to talk about in the off season. So, uh, Man, it's going to be a fun weekend. Uh, don't forget to put the 401k on Noah Gregson on Saturday. He's going to win the championship. And, uh, yeah, let's do it. 802. That's what, that's your goal, 802. Uh, because 401k twice. Yeah, whatever. I got nothing. Uh, all right, this is how we end the show. <laughs> Cody, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you on social media and shut me the hell up? <laughs> yes, find me on Twitter, at Husker underscore Zeeb. Make sure you check out my Garage Guys article later this week. Uh, Noah Gregson will be the focal point, of course. But I will have some other fun stuff in there as well. Um, yeah, follow, follow me there. Follow the show at NASCAR Gambling. Leave us a rating review. Help us out. Push us into the offseason. And don't go anywhere. Come back next week. And, uh, yeah, we'll be here. Please do get in that Discord, sg.pn slash Discord. Subscribe. Uh, download that SGPN app so you can find all of our episodes. If you if you just feel like you miss us, uh, you know, I don't care. Whatever. We want to keep you company, but follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Link in the bio to everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it's a sportsbook review, whether it's in between media, whether it's uh, me rolling around at the uh, boomers in my in my uh, go kart, whatever it is, it's there. <laughs> we'll be back on Monday recapping the championship weekend. But until then, everybody, let's go racing and let it ride.